Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is April Fool's Day. It is April 1st, 2020. It is a Wednesday. I think we're on Wednesday. I'm trying to remember. Yes, because it's Relationship Wednesday. I can't believe I couldn't remember, but, you know, your days just are flowing into each other. It's kind of an interesting world that we're in right now um, where we're settling in to this quiet, and, and we are really settling in, like not funny settling in. And yet there's this hope and this, It's such a mixture of feelings because the reason we are home is because of something that is very powerful right now because I guess it needs to be that powerful right now. And um, yet we're here. I I just have to share something with you guys and, and sometimes, you know, I I don't know why I shy away from these topics, but this whole thing with seeing Christ and knowing Christ the way I I do, and and a lot of people do, it's just that I I happened to see him, but I saw him for a reason. It wasn't because I was just so special, just there's a reason for me to do this. And as I was watching programs of people talking to the nurses and to the doctors and they're they're in tears and people say well why do you go back and they say I believe this is what I'm supposed to be doing this this is my job and we all have a job and they know it they are aware of it their faith their faith is what is carrying them. And I get so heavily that feeling like, you know, I know God is, this is, God is behind us. Somebody wrote and I, I, something about, how do you, how are you speaking for God? And I'm like, I'm not speaking for God. I, I hear Christ. And what I hear is what I share. I don't add to it and I don't take away from it. When I used to write in the beginning of my writing, I used to try to change the words because I thought no one would understand what he said or what he meant, what Christ said or what Christ meant. And then I realized when I changed the words, the entire meaning changed. But now, 18 years later, Actually, it'll be 18 years on April 11th of this year. Um, Whatever it meant at that time, Christ was right. We'll learn the same things over and over again. We'll just learn them in greater depth. So... In these 18 years, I've had a lot of experience of really being pinned to a wall, coming out through faith. Because what does faith do? Faith battles 
fear. Fear is our ego running the show, and faith comes from our soul, from our hearts, from our our existence, because it's the part of us that believes in miracles. And the miracle is love. Without love, we have no reason to try, whether it's injured love or pure love. But many times, I have gone to bed at night with no way of knowing how my day was going to come out the next day. And I would have my talk with God, sometimes through tears, many times at that time, through tears, trying to figure out how I was going to make ends meet with my kids or how I was going to get the money to publish the book. The book was written. I'm going to people. They're looking at me like I'm crazy. Money were the least helpful. And now I find out that it's because everybody asks them for money. But I thought because I wasn't asking for money for myself that I was asking for a book, but they didn't see that as a worthwhile investment at all because nobody valued the gift of helping people in in ways of conversations. They're like, well, how are you going to scale that? And what kind of money are you going to make? And I'm like, I, I don't know. But I know I have to publish this book. And one night, when I slept, it was Halloween night. It was the day before my dad's birthday, November 1st. My dad had been passed by then, and the last thing he asked me before he died, he called me, and he said to me, Nadia, do you need anything? Whatever you need, I'm ready to give it to you. Do you need anything? And at the time, I, I couldn't see this coming, what I needed then, because I didn't need it yet. And I said, no, I'm fine, Dad. I don't need anything, thank God. That was the last time I talked to him. So that night, now, years later, I need to get Origins of Truth out into the world. It's written. It's ready. I just need the money to print it, to pay for the people who are going to work on doing the cover and doing all that stuff. And it doesn't come cheap. And I really had to go out and raise money, and nobody was biting. At that time, I had six kids and an ill husband. And I was just done. We ran out of food. He couldn't work because he was sick, and I was trying to raise money for the book. And what happened? I slept that night. And I was so tired. And there were other things going on. It's, it's, a, it's a story that will take an hour to tell. But it's fascinating now that I look back at it. And I was so tired that when I was crying, my tears were going into my ears, and I was too tired to lift my hand up and wipe them, even though it was bugging me that it was rolling into my ears. 
and I had a conversation with my dad. And I said, Dad, I, I didn't need anything when you asked me. And I didn't need anything pretty much most of my life. But I'm really, really tired right now. And I do need something now. I need money to print my book. And the printing alone was $21,000, let alone the people I had to. It was $60,000 total. And then I needed extra money to pay the people back that I borrowed money from to be able just to do the galley and just to get things ready. I mean, editing was like $8 a page. And I talked her down to 4 And still, that was 654 pages at $4 a page. Could you imagine? I wasn't scared, though. I wasn't scared. I was just tired of asking and looking and driving and running out of food and the kids, you know, trying to keep them away from these issues so that they could just study and get their school done. I just had my conversations with Love with the people that loved me, with God, with my dad. I knew I just ran out of answers, but I knew there was an answer. Because through faith, we believe in a working world. We know that in our minds and in our hearts, when God can hear us, anything can happen. Without too many details on that story, and one day I I will just tell it. I told it in earlier shows, like way earlier. We're on year six, so probably year two or three. Faith. I just knew I couldn't find the answer, but I knew there was an answer. Within three days of me asking, I was going around asking people because $30,000 sounded like a ton of money to me. I was asking for probably a third of what I needed. That night after talking to my dad, I had said, oh my gosh, God, I hope that I get this money. And then I hear in my head, but you're not asking for enough. And I thought, well, and then I heard, well, how much do you need? Do you really need? And in my sleep, I was calculating, which I'm okay with math, but not that good. But I was just adding as I was going along, figuring out what I needed. And I realized I needed like $150,000, not thirty. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars and do you know what happened I got that money in three days the problem with me was that I wasn't asking for what I needed I was looking for a band-aid one thing at a time and I was punishing myself over and over again by going out and asking piecemeal because I was too scared of the truth. 
See, when I say to people, you're scared of the truth, everyone thinks of everything they're hiding. But the truth is also things that we're not asking for that we need because we're too scared to need what we think is bigger than us. And that's what faith taught me. When I talk about truth, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, well, someone lied to me. I lied to myself. And yes, we do that all the time. And it may not stop. You have to really be careful when someone says something to you if it's true. But the bigger truth that we overlook, that I learned through faith, do we actually need? Are we not asking for what we need? Are we settling a third of the way there? Because we're, we don't even know if we can get to what we really want. But when Christ kept asking me, what do you really need? Once I knew what I needed, even though it was five times what I was asking for, I got it. My lack of vision, my lack of belief what I deserved, my lack of belief of what I really needed coming to me my way. was in my way. One day, I woke up, and my my feet didn't want to bend. Like, they were, they were bending, and I was walking to the bathroom, but they didn't want to. It was like I thought, wow, that's weird. Well, my feet never hurt. I was a runner at the time, but I stopped running after after a while because as you get older, they tell you to go low impact. But I used to go out and run all the time. And I thought maybe my shoes were weird, maybe something was weird, but that never happened to me before. And Christ said to me, where don't you want to go today? And sure enough, I had an appointment that I really didn't want to go to. Not because I didn't want to go to the appointment. I just didn't want to drive there, and I didn't want to take up the whole day. And I was just in my own head about it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I actually don't want to do that. And then I said, but I have to, and I'll feel better afterwards. And I I knew in my head, like, I was just talking myself. And another time it happened when I was going to work, and I thought, I don't feel like going to work today because I stand on my feet all day and whatever it was. But every time it happened, once I would admit to myself that I just actually didn't want to go there and my feet don't want to take me, and it just went away. It just went away. Because the faith that we have, it's actually fun, and it's this inner strength that we have that teaches us that whatever life offers us, if it exists, why not us? Why shouldn't my feet work? Why shouldn't I have the money to publish this book? So yesterday, I got a note in in an inbox, and I asked if I could read it, and they said, sure, you could do it anonymously, and I said, great. But going back to how faith works, this is what I got. Dear Nadia, can I share a thought with you, please? Yesterday, after working in the community where I visit vulnerable people, 
I came back feeling I came back home feeling unwell, aching on the body, headache, intense chest and back pain, a bit of a temperature, sore throat, and I was shaking. I thought, my God, maybe I got the virus. I might have passed it to my family, to the vulnerable people that I visit, but I surrendered to God. I am prepared. If I have to go this way, I accept your wishes. Every day ends as it should. I think because I was tired and feeling a bit low, I thought it was the beginning of the end. Then I thought, but on the other hand, I can do so much still, especially after a life of experiences so much I want to offer the compassion and love from my heart to be able to help and learn. So I prayed to the angels to help me to heal. I asked with love, but letting go of control. This morning, I woke up brand new, no headache, no temperature, no sore throat, body aches, gone. I can tell you, Nadia, how grateful I am for the healing. Then I thought maybe my own fear and worries made me ill, too much concerns with what is going on. Then I thought faith is a shield. What do you think, Nadia? Is faith a shield can protect lives physically as well as spiritually? Is the faith in one's heart made the ones around us more faithful without talking about it? Energy precedes words. Thank you for your time. Prayers for you and your family to keep well. Lots of love. Is faith a shield? We can't use faith to protect us because what if we don't make it? Do we say that faith doesn't work? But faith is our partner. It is our partner. It's the greatest partner that we have because with it, we can meet the right people. With it, we can give back and serve the less fortunate. And there's always someone less fortunate, no matter how low we are, because of that, I found that out. I wrote Origins of Book, Origins of Truth book, and I was writing the foreword to the book with negative $400 in the bank. And still, I was helping people. Money doesn't define us. And faith lets us know that. Faith allows us to be selfless. It allows us to put others first at times when they need us more than we need us. Faith helps us discover our purpose and believe that there is a bigger purpose because if you don't have faith, how do you even get to thinking something is a bigger purpose? It helps us when we feel stress or anxiety or fear because anxiety is a fear of the future, that that overwhelming thought. So let's say we didn't have that. It's like, you know, when we're little and we have imaginary friends? Faith is not imaginary. We can feel a difference when we surrender 
to not having to believe in nothing. Because if you believe in nothing, what do you think life is? Where do you go when you need support? Faith is not a fallacy. It is real. It is literally like a a gateway or a pathway for us to find solutions, systems of success that work in our minds. It helps us make better decisions because the, the decision between what's good for us and what isn't is more clear. The person in this inbox We do heal when we know why God had to get our attention. Because now this person waking up the next day will know that no matter what they feel when they get home that night after helping people, that they will wake up brand new. Because they were willing to accept the biggest fear we all have, and that's that something is wrong. Especially if something is wrong, we can't fix. But when we can surrender to that and not feel scared of where we are going in life, not be scared of dying in life, then we can live. And how do you feel that without having faith that where you're going to end up going is okay too? Think about that. And in truth, this is scarier at times than going back home. Sometimes it's harder. I used to say this when I was trying to put the book together. My God, it's harder to live than it is to die. It would just be so easy to die. But we didn't come here to die out through our experiences. We came here to live through them so that we can learn. And once we make it through that eye of the needle, And we get to the other side of it, we start to see where we had that faith and how it worked. The one thing that's hardest for me to hear from people when they just say they don't believe in anything, because then how do you begin to take them on that journey of why? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Well, I'm doing this for the money. Well, then your line to get that money becomes different. Or you choose a partner. The reason you choose a partner becomes different. The kind of person you attract will be different. It just goes on and on and on. It doesn't mean you have a bad life. I know many people who are, um, and I know this sounds funny to say it, but they're like agnostic or atheist. And they end up being the most interested, and that was my biggest surprise, in what I am telling them. And I have no qualms about telling them because I understand the power and the magic of faith. 
they did a study at City of Hope in Duarte, California, which now they're opening one in Orange County, which they do cancer research and they provide homes for the families to live because people travel there from around the world, their families to live with them while they are going through treatment or to live on the premises so that they can visit them during treatment. Why would they go that far to keep your family with you while you are going through a life-threatening illness? Because they did studies, and they found out. So this is like science behind faith. Like we, some people need it, did it, because they needed to fund an entire wing of the hospital based on emotional wellness during treatment. Because what they found out was that when somebody who is ill believes in something, has faith in something, in anything, fares out better in the end than someone who doesn't. Because someone who doesn't, it becomes fatalistic. It's like face fertile fatalistic thinking. Or verses, what did I say? I said verdles. What the heck is that? Faith verdles. But faith versus fatalistic thinking. People say, well, I've been alone all my life, and yeah, I'm going to die. But people with faith say, well, you know, do I have to die right now? Well, if I die, that's, that's what I am dealt. But if I stay, and I've had that a couple times in my life, once I got hit by a car, once I had meningitis, I knew I wasn't going to die with the meningitis, even though the hospital wasn't so sure I was. But knowing that there is bigger, that you are going somewhere, doesn't have negative in it. In some ways, that could be a relief. But because of faith, we stay here and we know we can contribute. And we're willing to take the risks to do that. Because that inner strength we have through faith, we earn that one experience at a time. Earn it one experience at a time. That's why when we grow, we are enriched. And in our society today, that lack of faith that had existed for so long that made the old people who are a great resource invisible to the naked eye. And if you looked like this and did this, you were going to be successful. We made a lot of money off of the insecurities that we embedded in each other. And at the end of the day, that went on for quite a while. And because of that, we did lose faith in life, many of us more than not. And some of us became way more faithful. It became like the extremes. We were either over, over dependent and couldn't live our lives, or we were under dependent faith and couldn't live our lives fully. Because one would say you can't do a million things, but that's religion, not just faith. And then the other would say, I could do anything as long as it serves me. Well, 
but the, the, the reality of the balance between faith and life earn that because we start to see over and over again how that carried us, how that helped us. Faith is not a fallacy. And when I talk to the agnostics and to the atheists, and I'm as sure as daylight of what I know, I realize they were really hungry to hear it. Christ was right again. It's not that they don't believe, they just haven't found their answer yet. Faith will lead us to those answers. Because we have faith that we will find them. And on that note, I have like 15 seconds left. I love you guys. I will see you tomorrow on Dream Theme Thursday. Have a great Wednesday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.